Welcome in to another episode of Grass is Always Greener. I'm your host, Ryan Elke, and Hell Week finally caught up with Michigan State. Loser at Maryland. Don't worry, it's not dead and over yet with. Let's get into it. Ready? One, two. is always greener. Here's your host, Ryan Elke. Grass is always greener. Find on Twitter, always green MSU. Find me, the host, Ryan Elke, on Twitter at Ryan E-L underscore key. Listen, Google, Apple, Spotify, podcast.com, wherever you get your podcasts. It's there. Uh, talking all Michigan State. Let's get into Michigan State basketball. Once things with basketball slow down, get into football, but Hell Week 1.0 is in the books, kind of also merges into Hell Week 2.0. MSU started off Hell Week great, beat Indiana on the road, beat Illinois at home, beat Ohio State at home. And before that week all started, it's like, okay, hopefully a win against Indiana. Lose Illinois, Ohio State, then you hope to win Maryland, Indiana, and you're hoping that's enough to get you into the tournament. You need to steal one of the games against ranked teams with Illinois, Ohio State, and the two against Michigan. MSU starts it off 3-0, and I think we all kind of had this feeling coming that it was all going to catch up, especially since being at home throughout the the entire week like you're at indiana last weekend but being just home not having to travel and it finally did uh maryland a 73 55 winner i know it's an 18 point deficit but this game it was a 10 point game the entire way maryland starts off 11 nothing run over the first was it four minutes of the game and then still another two minutes before MSU actually scores, they don't score until 14 minutes into the half. And the game just kind of stayed there. So in reality, we can look back and say it was shot selection. It was some people are calling foul, like the foul discrepancy, which I'll get into the officiating later. I didn't have uh, too many issues with officiating because I think more dictates the style of play. But throughout the, the rest of the game, after Maryland went up 11, MSU kind of just kept it, kept even with Maryland after that. Would dig in a little bit. They even got it to a five-point deficit with 10 minutes left to go. But they just couldn't get over the hump. And that's where that 11 nothing start really just dictated the entire game. Maryland could afford to play with a cushion and Michigan State couldn't. Michigan State had to continue pressing and when you have kind of the offensive showing that they had, you just couldn't do it. You just couldn't be chasing points. 
especially when you're down 10 late in the game. You need some three-pointers, and you got dead legs. Those three-pointers aren't going to hit. And the way Aaron Henry and Tom Izzo were talking after the game, this team was just tired. It's not an excuse of why their offense just hangs out at the three-point line, waits till five seconds left, but it explains shots not going in. And we were waiting for this game to catch up. We have said on a couple podcasts with Aaron Henry playing 40 against Indiana, playing 40 against Illinois. And he played only 33 against Ohio State due to foul trouble. Langford only played in the low 30s because of foul trouble. I was hoping that'd be enough to save their legs against Maryland. Again, four games in a week is a rough thing for college kids when they're not used to it. So we can chalk this up up as a loss that we could have seen coming but the important part is how they respond tuesday because it's not like all right now we get four days off they can rest their legs more blah, blah blah nope they're going right back into it their their next big like stretch of days off is at the end of the season going into the big 10 tournament so hell week 2.0 is started <laughs> but at home, and then you're just in the state of Michigan, just a home-and-home home versus Michigan. Hopefully that can be the rest that this team could need. Um, as for the game, I mean, yeah, it stinks that Maryland shot 50% from three, 96%. Only missed one free throw in the entire game. They're, I guess, less than 70% team free throw shooting team. And they go damn near perfect the entire way. But what doesn't help is the way the officiating was called. Again, I don't have a problem with the way the officials were calling the game. Maryland was driving. They were causing fouls to be made and called. They are getting to the free throw line. When it's games like that, Michigan State is just weaving around the three-point line, just circling in heaving up just long twos or threes at the end of the shot clock. Yeah, the foul discrepancy isn't going to go in your favor because you're not playing to the official's whistle. Like, yeah, we can complain about Aaron Henry going up for a dunk and not getting the call. It stinks. Or when I can't, Gabe Brown does it as well. But what Maryland was doing was constantly driving in and making MSU try to defend the drive. And we're getting the foul calls. And at the end of the day, the fouls weren't even that big of a discrepancy. 19 on Michigan State, 16 against Maryland, just 24 to 15 in free throws. So, again, that's – but this is the MSU offense we saw in their lull is no one being aggressive enough to go in the lane. Great. Part of it was Maryland's defense. They were making sure MSU couldn't get in the lane. They saw they had a week to prepare, so they got to watch MSU versus Illinois, MSU versus Ohio State attacking inside and getting those baskets, and they did a great job of forcing MSU out on the three-point line. So it just... It just wasn't a good game, and you hope this is where the quick turnaround 
can play somewhat into their favor because they don't have time to dwell on it. They just have time to move on. But are we going to get this same sort of effort coming into Tuesday against Indiana? Or are we gonna, is it going to be a flip the switch? Like, you know what? Bad day. We're back at home. We're mostly home this week. Probably just the same day travel to Michigan. You never know. We'll know Tuesday at 8 o'clock in the first five minutes of the game. But for MSU to make the tournament, can't see any more of these efforts. Any more of these games. And that's a tall task ask when you have two games against a team that's looking the best in the country right now in Michigan. So Aaron Henry... Just completely off day. You could tell he was tired. Didn't hit a field goal in the second half. 11 points. 0 of 8 in the second half. Started out 9 points the first half. 4 of 8 shooting. That's great. But second half, 0 of 8. 0 of 3 from 3. Joey Hauser seemed fine. Like I thought he played pretty well. And I think he had zero turnovers. Grant, only eight turnovers from State in this game. So they weren't careless with the ball. There's there only 19 fouls in the game, so it's not an exorbitant amount. They were just tired. Shots were short. And so that's, that's really all we have to look out for Tuesdays versus Indiana is is can this team recover quick enough during this stretch, during Hell Week 2.0? Now, I know some saw some writers on Twitter, some fans on Twitter saying, oh, MSU, that, that's a big blow, back on the bubble. Don't know if they're going to make it because they have Michigan twice. For me, for State to make the tournament, what I think needs to happen, because, Grant, there are other teams that, will be playing too, playing themselves in and out of the bubble. For State to get in, I don't think they need a win versus Michigan. Like, a win would certainly seal the deal for bubble talk. But a win against Indiana, one win in in your opening round Big Ten game, whoever that may be, I think that would be enough. But that's just me. Like, we have to kind of see how all things play out. We'd be sweating it a little selection Sunday, but I think those two wins at that time against Illinois and Ohio State were enough to propel them into a safer spot. But granted, they do have to beat Indiana. I think they still need two two wins out of their guaranteed four games left. So... But again, a win against Michigan would just complete would actually seal the deal for this team getting in the tournament. And as for other streaks, as we know, Tom is a 20, 22 straight tournament bids as a coach. Another record that's kind of standing for Tom Izzo is a 500 record or better in conference play his entire career. That's right. Never a losing season in conference play as a coach of Michigan State. As of right now, seven and ten in conference play, three games left. So for that streak to continue, gotta win out. 
But again, Tom Izzo said post game after Maryland, like, hey, I, records are made to be broken, streaks are made to end. We're playing to get the seniors into the NCAA tournament, not playing for the streaks. As we all know, the streaks where every four-year player under Tom Izzo made it to a Final Four. That streak ended with Appling and Payne. So we just hope this team can show enough fight in this last week to get into the NCAA tournament. It's been a long time since MSU's been on this talk, this bubble talk. So, again, season's not done. Job's not done. You can't sit here and sit back like, those two wins will get us through. Those two wins got you back into the conversation. Another two wins, I think, gets you back. Just gets you in. So, we'll see. Tuesday, 8 o'clock, Indiana is the first game this week. And then the games against Michigan are Thursday in Ann Arbor at 7 o'clock. And then Sunday in East Lansing at 4.30. I believe that game's on CBS. So that's how week right there. We'll see then when they play. Probably be playing Thursday if they do go. If they beat Indiana, lose twice to Michigan. I don't have the standings right in front of me, but wait, this here we are. On our golden... No, I'm not going to sing Christmas carols. But, um, honestly, yeah, it's just... The team just looked tired today. Because, yeah, you take a that 27-minute stretch after that 11-0 run and before the game was just kind of decided. MSU was hanging around with Maryland, even outscoring Maryland. So it was amazing just after that putrid start how MSU still had a chance to really come back and try to steal this game. Because that's what it kind of felt. That despite all the poor shooting, despite just the awful offensive sets, that there was still an outside puncher's chance to steal this. But again, it looked like Izzo just, he rode certain players today. Like Henry and Lankford, 36 minutes. Gabe Brown played at 39 minutes. And Hauser and Hall. Like, he went with a solid, what, six people today. Malik, or A.J. Hogarth got 11 minutes, but Julius Marble, after his first foul, didn't see him the rest. So he got one foul in the first 15 seconds after that first media timeout, done and gone. Kithier only saw one minute in the first half. Didn't see him the rest of the way. Because Malik Hall, I thought, was playing well enough down low. And Marcus Bingham, three minutes in the first half, none in the second. So I was a little surprised, but again, Maryland, smaller lineup, trying to match size. Smaller lineup's been working good for Michigan State, so I kind of understand there but with a tired team i just feel like that big rotation could have just used just some fresher legs but again down 10 the entire way do you want kithier out there offensively that kind of takes away a spot of production i felt like bingham should have honestly got a little more run 
Julius Marble. We've seen the last few games where he just can't be out there right now without fouling. We've seen it the last few games. He's picking up these quick fouls in the first minute of the game, first minute of the second half. Grant, some of them not justified, but that stuff's got to get cleaned up quick. Indiana, we know where we're getting against them. Michigan, that's going to be a tough one because, again, it's a for a team you haven't prepared for this year, and they're rolling, looking like the best team in the country right now. Grant, they've lost one game, and they've won every single way. Blowing teams out, coming back on the road, coming off a COVID protocol, even though they didn't have anyone suffer or contract the virus. That's still three weeks off, no basketball activity. And they shook off all the rust and a half. Now, it's a rivalry game. You'll get people, get the players pumped up for that. But that first game against Michigan could be sealing a Big Ten title. So they have enough juice to keep themselves going. But Hell Week 2.0 starts now. We'll see if MSU can play its way into an NCAA tournament. And it's been foreign territory for a lot of fans. But just because this game was lost and it says an 18-point loss, this game was was a 10-point loss. It was 10 points the entire way. MSU could climb to 7, climb to 5 once, but Maryland would run it right back up to 11, and it just kind of hovered. So I think that's just the disappointing part is that if MSU can come out Tuesday and avoid a start like this, even with still some tired legs, they can beat Indiana. They've shown that they can still hang with these teams, even though they're being tired. Like Maryland came out in the first half with shots on fire, six of 10 from the three. I think they hurt their three first threes in three minutes. 44% from the field in the second half, two of six. They kind of dumbed down, but they relied on free throws. 16 of 17 free throws, 55% in the second half. But again, a lot of those, they had some droughts, and they closed the game out in the final five minutes. So just got to see more consistent shot. I don't know, making <laughs> just better shot selections too. From Lankford, Henry, Watts had an okay few minutes. You know, people are complaining about Holgard, but I honestly think he wasn't outside of that bad three point shot. I thought he was fine. People com- comparing him to Tum Tum Nairn online. Don't get me sorry on Tum Tum Nairn, but Holgard can at least drive in and make layups. He's not pulling a tum-tum there and and just throwing the ball against the backboard and hoping and praying that somehow the ball goes in. So, just need to see a better, I don't mean to say effort, just more, just a more efficient offensive output. I'll put it. So the effort was there. They were just tired. Again, not an excuse. 
Maryland played great today. They had a week off. They scouted Michigan State. They came ready to play. Benefit of playing Indiana Tuesday. Played them once. It was only a week ago. So you know what to expect. This is the first time playing Maryland this year. That's why the Michigan game, despite them being like the best team in the country, the other scary part is that you haven't played them yet. So get to get a the team acclimated to your scouting report in one day is going to be rough. Granted, the game Sunday hopefully would be a little better, fresh in your minds. You get two full days of practice before going back at them. So you have the opportunity to play better on that Sunday game. That's going to wrap it up for Grass is Always Greener. Again, MSU falls in their final game of Hell, Hell Week 1.0, but a good start to it. 3-1, got a quality road win against Indiana. You got two great home wins against top five teams in the country. And granted, a win against Maryland, I think, would have helped seal the deal for a tournament bid. It's not over to where you can have a quad or an Indiana win at home. And then who knows against Michigan? Is in who knows? We kind of have a feeling how those games will go, but you never know in a rivalry. So we'll be back uh, probably Wednesday with another episode, kind of see what happens with Indiana, talk about what's going to happen with Michigan and see where our tournament bid lies at that point our bubble life is 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 at so so this is another episode of grass is always greener find us on twitter always green msu i'm your host ryan elke find me on twitter at ryan el underscore key you can listen google apple spotify podcast.com and tell your friends about it if you like it enjoy it they want some msu content about what's going on what the coaches and players are saying and a different perspective on MSU athletics. So grass is always greener. Anyways, as always, go green. Ready, one, two. That's another episode of Grass is Always Greener. Make sure you subscribe. Apple, Google, or Spotify. Why not all three?